Thank you for listening to the bloody podcast. <laughs> Seamless as always. Uh, I am Lori Roggenkamp. I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-host Maria Felix and our resident guest Cash Abdumalik. And Maria, we have our guests back again. We do. Mike Rose. Mike Rose. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How you doing? Oh, it's Mikey Flowers. Oh, for the second time. I've been looking forward to this all week just because I just wanted to know how it ends. Um, I was really concerned all week that I had said your last name wrong. I was like, is it Flowers? <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn it was Rose. And, and Cash had to explain like the whole <laughs> the like, backstory to me. Yeah. Mikey Flowers. Mikey Flowers. It's, it's, Flowers. it's okay. You know, you can call me Mikey. Mikey Flowers is more interesting, I feel. Really? I like Mikey Rose. Mm. I think it works both ways. Mikey Flowers is definitely somebody who you know, Detective Briscoe and whoever else is his partner in law and order have to go talk to yes. about the boxes. Yeah, and he's he's moving like pallets as as the <laughs> See Mike Rose is wearing like a suit. Mike Rose is wearing yeah. a suit. Mike yes. Rose. Mike Rose they have to make an appointment and talk to his talk to his secretary. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm very busy, gentlemen. I'm sorry. And then he just stuff. like happens to have a business card for his lawyer in his pocket. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? At like that, he's that guy. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, that guy sounds very together. I wish I was that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> so I, uh, I was not here for last last week's episode, uh, but I did listen to it. Great job, loved it. Thank you. Uh, it was so fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I, I have a problem, which I feel like you guys look. I know that this story is about. Um, Amy Fisher and Joey Bonifico, but I feel like the real person we should be shining a light on is Amy's friend Lori. I mean, what happened to her? You know, nobody talks about her. We Where should is follow she? The yeah. thread of what's going on with Maria and Lori? She was yeah. not. She was not as cool. This is what really happened. She was not as cool as Amy wanted her friends to be. So, like Lori was the le- least cool. Oh, and wow. she wasn't like she knew Lori wouldn't be down much like you she knew Lori would not be down <laughs> to like go hang out with Joe no I mean it's an understandable thing that little Lori would be like no I don't want to go hang out with your 35 year old boyfriend at the mechanic shop well, neither I mean I gotta be honest with you uh my best Lori- my best friend uh growing up who lived across the street from me she started dating the tw- when she was 14 she started dating the 24 year old who lived across the street from us, who was a heroin addict, who used to be, pr- pretend to be Spider-Man on the roof of his house <laughs> in the middle of Just the night. hanging off. And, the... yeah. And uh, she started dating him. And at the time, I thought, wow, that is the height of cool. <laughs> so, in my opinion, I, 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 I kind of agree with this because I feel like little Maria would be like, no! And little Lori would be like, Let's see what how the situation unfolds. Yes. You know, you kind of walk out there. Like, yeah. Does he have popcorn? You guys got I would do pretty much anything for popcorn. Yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah, any quarters? Yeah, yeah. He's like, why? <laughs> oh, okay, by little we do mean like eighteen. Oh, okay. I'm talking about little kid versions of you guys, like Muppet babies. But like, That'd yeah. be fun. Heroin Spider Man is not the only person you can get popcorn from. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's definitely the a popcorn, popcorn machine at the auto body shop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, do you want? Really, do you want really that ground popcorn? round? 
Yeah, I gotta be honest. I I didn't go to the normal spots you would think to go to for popcorn. <laughs> uh, so it was. Uh, I was asking anyone who wouldn't normally have popcorn. <laughs> so you go well, pat, pat in their pockets. You get. I'm sure you got some popcorn. I'm in sure you got some. Uh, I need it, man. I can smell it. <laughs> Give me that popcorn. Give me six. Uh, so, um, <laughs> oh, so, so Lori was, Lori, L-O-R-I was not as cool as Amy <laughs> thought she was. So like, Lori was like, I'm not going to mess with Amy. And so she, Lori and Maria hung out, but, but Lori didn't party. Lori didn't party. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd like to think that Lori actually went on to, she probably uh, had his best of the lives. Yeah. <laughs> to, yeah. She went on to patent a new kind of heart transplant uh, <laughs> procedure and, uh, you know, really just kind of revolutionized medicine. Yeah. She's, she's yeah. the Indiana Jones of, <laughs> of the story. <laughs> she's having adventures and digging up mummies and stuff. Going yeah. to safari. For fun, for fun. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she doesn't like to talk about the buttercoco days. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> she's too busy uh, on her yacht with Kristen Stewart. Exactly. She's all breathing. Kristen Stewart's all breathing heavy on her. She's like, yeah, I like that. I want to say real quick, we watched the movies. We watched. We all, yeah, we watched all, all three, three movies. movies. You watched all three of them? Mm-hmm. We did. Oh, wow. Um, the best, best in show. Okay, it's kind of an, amal- it's kind of an amalgamation. Yeah. Because Drew Barrymore did a fantastic job. A fantastic mm-hmm. job as Amy Fisher. Yeah. Wonderful. However, the second film that we saw, what was the second there's uh, two of them are just called the Amy Fisher or something, right? Okay. This is the this is the Alyssa Milano vehicle. Mm-hmm. The guy who played that everybody in the Alyssa Milano version was fantastic. The story <laughs> was wonderful. It was fantastic. There's some people from Pulp Fiction, some from uh, Quentin Tarantino's like steady Rolodex of actors in there. It's mm-hmm. great. It's yeah, fucking wonderful. Tim Alyssa Roth Milano, and Butterfuko. Alyssa Milano. Eh. Yeah. Alyssa Milano, not as good. <laughs> um, Jack Scalia was a funny Joey Buttafuoco. Okay. From the Drew Barrymore. And then this last one, this last one, the Lethal Lolita, uh, I thought was super boring. Okay. And was that the one that, who played, who was the third Amy Fisher? Um, she's not a name. Yeah. She's just yeah, a girl no. that's the one that actually looks like Amy Fisher. Yeah. And it's, it's the one that's <laughs> told from Amy Fisher. Amy Fisher's uh, perspective. So okay. it's the one where her dad is like, it's like, oh shit, is her dad like touching yeah. her and all this sort of stuff? And she's like, okay. you know, Joey suggested all these things. Not that didn't happen, but yeah. The movies were wonderful, guys. Watch them. They're, they're great. They're great. If I recall correctly, were they all, there was three movies and were they, each network bought the life rights from Butterfuko, Mary Jo, and Amy separately. So technically, each one of them was their story. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's how they were able to do three different versions of it. Exactly. And they all aired like within like weeks of each other. Wow. Yeah, they were they were crazy close to each other. The Mary Jo uh, stuff in the second movie was fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Remember watching it? We the, like, that's set. probably the Mary Jo one. Probably the Mary Jo one. And this last mm-hmm. one was the Fisher one. And then the first one must be Joey. The first one was Joey. Yeah. Because <laughs> the first two, he's all like, hey, I'm, I'm, 
I'm a funny guy. <laughs> King Joey of the one was the sleaziest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there was also the SNL parody sketch that happened at that time. Yeah. Danny DeVito as Joey Butterfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so when we last left off with Amy in uh, part one, we were getting over to May of 1992. And now in May of 1992, as we talked about, Amy's busy. She's got like three lives going on. And one of those lives, as we talked about, was hanging out with, with Jane, her friends with ties to the mob. Okay. At the mall, like <laughs> at the mall parking lot. And so this is, uh, <laughs> these are a couple of excerpts from the book about people, uh, that about the hangarounds at the parking lot. A lot of the 86th Street kids were nicknamed according to their looks. Frankie Nose was this tall, funny guy, very built, with a big, weird nose. He had a brand new Lincoln Mark 7, $35,000 car. We used to see him at the at this hot Bensonhurst club where you had to be 21 to get in. But we knew people. <laughs> Skinny Vinny, well, his name is self-explanatory. Skinny Vinny always wore a denim jacket with a picture on the back of Bugs Bunny wearing a leather jacket, carrying a chain and a gun. Other kids were down to earth, like Rory, a quiet, intelligent blonde girl who was only 15 and always talked about how she how she and her boyfriend were in love and were going to get married and that he would be a doctor. Nobody else on 86th Street but Rory talked like that. Not many kids had their whole lives planned out like that. Skinny Vinny's best friend and Rory's boyfriend was a boy we all knew as PDG. He was a skinny guy, so dark and curly-haired, he could have been Spanish or even Arab. Instead of driving a typical Guido-mobile, PDG was a little more original. He had a burgundy T-bird. Oh, everyone, everybody else bopped around and talked real fast. PDG just leaned on his car with his feet crossed at the ankles and his head down. Nodding and saying little and little and letting everyone come to him. He was great. He had an older brother, Anthony, <laughs> who was often at his side. PDG was always dressed immaculately, mostly in suits, and he always smelled real good. He had gone to college for a year. People thought of him as a brain, even though he worked as a clerk in an auto supply store. PDG was different and very, very cool. Hey, PDG! PDG, what's up? How you doing? Other guys would jump around asking. Next to how next to how still and cool he was, they would look like prize fighters warming up. They'd pat him on the back, talk a minute, moving their hands and all. PDG would just stand there, looking at the ground, taking it in. What was he thinking? No one could tell. Then when he felt like it, he just walked away. <laughs> if you asked PDG a personal question, he'd say, none of your business. Or, do I ask about your life? Yeah, that shut people up. <laughs> this is Amy Fisher. We'll be back with the news. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're possibly talking about, like, Dick Tracy dolls. Yeah. All, the names are pretty cool. Yeah. They know. Yeah, I just it just sounds like a, th that introduction of all the wives in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or all the all the mobsters and yeah. stuff. <laughs> there was Jimmy Infinity. He had a shirt with himself on it, wearing a shirt of himself on it, wearing a shirt of himself on it, wearing a shirt of himself on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
two hours later. <laughs> two hours later. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what Amy. That's what Amy's up to. That's her crowd when she's not around Joey and she's not around Paul and she's not around the, the John. Uh, so then on Wednesday, May thirteenth. Amy, as usual, goes to hang out with Jane at her salon. The quintessential look. <laughs> that's the name of the store? That's the name of the salon, yeah. That's pretty great. The quintessential look. That's pretty great. <laughs> no, no problems there. <laughs> Jane is the lady of class. <laughs> class and taste. Um, Jane was pissed off that day. and She was talking about shooting the girl that was messing around with her boyfriend, Rocky, the night before. Which is nothing new because Rocky is the kind of dude that grabs girls in front of Jane while they're hanging out at the mall parking lot and makes out with him in front of her. Oh, like grabs him, grabs him. Yeah. The tickets. Like, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Amy asks her, or Amy's not taking her seriously. And she's like, how would you even get a gun? And then Jane is like, it's easy to get a gun. You get one on Canal Street. You just have to know who to ask. And she's the girl from with, with the ties to the mob, so she knows what's up. Also, like, I don't know. This is <laughs> I'm coming from somebody who, like, I don't know. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe I'm just being stereotypical, but I feel like in New Jersey, I feel like you can't swing a dead cat without running into somebody who's selling you a gun they want to get off the, they want to unload. <laughs> like, hey, uh, I can't tell you why, but I don't want this gun anymore. You want it? <laughs> if you want a gun, you can get a gun. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like Canal Street back in the 90s would have probably had people who would have given you guns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like one of those things where when I was uh, younger and I was asking people for if they had drugs, they'd be like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't sell it all the time, but if you want it, I could try and see I can get it for you. Like, it's like they're like, I mean, I I don't. I guess, yeah, sure, okay. Like <laughs> then they have to fucking go yeah, down to Canal yeah. Street, yeah, then track they, it down. Yeah, and then the so somebody's like, I was on Canal Street, and this woman just approached me for a gun, and now I'm buying guns. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a great pilot episode for <laughs> so, guys. Something. It's don't take it, okay? It's, I'm going to be writing it. Don't steal it. Canal Street. I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> well, five years ago. <laughs> so Jane's like showing off and Amy's like, can I have a gun? Can you get me a gun? So and- I'm right! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Jane's like, yeah, I guess I could, but why do you want it? And she said, because I want to shoot Joey's wife. And then Jane's like, are you serious? And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I'm serious. And Jane's She's like, okay, I'll get you a gun. And then Amy's <laughs> like, Where, well, who are we going to get the gun from? Jane revealed that it was none other than their friend from 86th Street, PDG. 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 The quiet one. Oh, yeah, maybe. Hey, Peter Guns. Peter Guns. It wasn't Peter Guns. It wasn't Peter Guns? It wasn't Peter Guns. Uptown baby. Uptown baby. Okay. More for the reason that most of this group is extremely racist. That's true. <laughs> Brother of uh, Lisa G from Hot 97. 
I remember uh, Bensonhurst was uh, was gnarly when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Lisa Hawkins got killed there when I was a little mm-hmm. kid, and everybody was like, "Do not go to Bensonhurst. Don't go over there." And it was like crazy. So it's nuts that they were talking about going over there because that's yeah. So Bensonhurst mm-hmm. is still part of Long Island. No, Bensonhurst is in Brooklyn. But that's it's in Brooklyn. Of, yeah, a lot of. That was one of the places they would say don't go. Bensonhurst and, and Bed Stuy was well, all the places that we were like told to be afraid of for whatever oh, yeah. reason. Oh, Bed Stuy is Tudovescent. Bed Stuy is It's we such went a there. weird name. We went there. That was great. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever tells you how to pronounce New York things before you get there. Yeah. Well, same when you go up here, you're like, Cahuenga? <laughs> yeah, or you just assume everyone knows what it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, and it's a weird word. She was like Canal Street. <laughs> so after her and Jane talk, Amy goes and hangs out with Joey that night, and she claims that she told him that she was getting a gun from Jane, and that she was finally going to shoot Mary Joe. And at first, Joey's like, "Ah, oh, you're crazy," or like he says some some annoying thing that he, she says he mm-hmm. says all the time, like. You know, like you're breaking my balls. Yeah, something, no, something uh-huh. like you're crazy, kid. You're you're a wild one, kid. Something like that. Something dumb. <laughs> Here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> Get out of here! Stop lying in my tub. Is that <laughs> what? Who's that? Stop degrouting my bathroom. Is that a thing? Is that? I'm making. Oh, oh, you're making. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I is that a <laughs> These were all things that you could say. <laughs> Back in the neighborhood. I was wondering, I was like, who are you talking to? Stop, stop, stop stuff on my shelves. <laughs> what, you caulking tile? <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a contractor. That's how we spoke. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of Formica? Formica, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Laura, are you familiar with Formica? Do you need to explain it in detail? Uh, you know what? I I was like, the other day when I was listening to the podcast, I literally just played it and I was like, you know, I don't know enough about Formica. And then thank God that I was listening to that podcast because, <laughs> uh, I mean, asked and answered, you know? No, well, that's what we do. I'm playing podcasts. Yeah. Reveal facts. Actually, I'm starting another podcast called mm-hmm. Formica About It. And, uh, oh, nice. oh, that's yeah. cute. That's cute. Yes. Yeah. Can I can I be uh, your co-host for Micah Rose? <laughs> Clearly. Uh, Clearly. Yeah, you have yeah. to be. You're the one with all the information. Yeah. You're the information guy. Please do. Um. <laughs> so after after he's like, ah, I don't, I don't mean it. And she's like, I'm serious. Um. She says that her and Joey talked about, um, talked about like the plan basically, and he was like, don't. Make sure not to mention me to PDG. Don't talk about me at all. Oh. Tell Jane to keep her mouth shut because if Jane gets the gun for her, then Jane's in it just as much yeah. as 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 they are. Oh, wait. So he knew about... This is what Amy claims. Oh, okay. Mm. And like all throughout the relationship, she's... all In her book, she claims that all throughout the relationship... Joey has hinted at things like Mary Jo has to have an accident. We can't get a divorce because she's a Catholic. You know, like one. <laughs> Amy was taking those as hints. Yeah. She's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm sure he's just like, hey, you know, it's not, it's not the way it's going to be. She like, says that he went like pretty far with it and was like, they had talked about it before. Wow. And that this was them going over the plan a final time but that they had talked about what to do before and he had told her you need to shoot her uh like 
we shoot her at, like when my, my kids aren't home, you know, and and then run away. Possibilities. <laughs> Master criminal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're both they're both fucking you know nitwits. So yeah, exactly. I imagine. Yeah. So yeah, they are. <laughs> so um, he tells her again how to do it. He says, "Do it in the middle of the day when the kids aren't home. Don't you hurt my kids." <laughs> um, he and then shoot. Except her. that one in Florida, you can hurt that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> I like yeah. to think that Lori and that son uh, <laughs> met met up years later and got married, and then they realized that they had something in common. They're like, "Oh my god." Uh, we yeah. both know Joey, but a few, but a few. Well, I you don't know him because he disowned you and doesn't want anything to do with you. <laughs> but he, the Joey, both like Joey. You could assume that uh, Joey thought both of them were uncool. Mm-hmm. There we go. And what's best than thinking that Joey thinks you're uncool? There you go. Because you don't want that guy to like you. That's right. Not with those pants. <laughs> <laughs> His pants are great. No, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. Um, so, so he talks about how to do it and, um, he tells her, don't even, don't even wait until she opens the screen door Just shoot her through the screen door and then run away. And then they also talked about how Amy had let Paul, her gym boyfriend, remember that guy, Mm -hmm. he let her, Paul borrow $2,000 and Joey was like, you, you should get that money back. Like he kept, like, she says that he kept bothering her about it that night, like, you got to make sure to talk to Paul. I don't like that. I don't, somebody who loves you doesn't steal from you because they're still dating and then Paul and her are dating. And <laughs> it seems so messy. The whole thing is all very incestuous. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say that that sounds like very much like what a father would say. It's like, you can't <laughs> let people treat you like that. Okay. Now turn around. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the Superman <laughs> sticker. Look at the Superman sticker. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's then, me christopher reeve yeah christopher reeve. call me christopher christopher <laughs> it's gross man because i mean they know they know it. they're like yeah whatever plus also joey was all just like you know i think you should fuck some of my friends yeah yeah he's totally into it don't kiss him don't you kiss him <laughs> don't can, be gross you can fuck them <laughs> yeah so then after she finishes talking to joey that night she yeah. goes and sees Jane. And then they drive around Bensonhurst until they found PDG's car. And then they talk to PDG. Amy tells him that she didn't just want a gun. She wanted him to be her getaway driver for the crime. And he agreed on the condition <laughs> that they steal him some plates for his car so that he could cover it up. And for 800 bucks, which had been negotiated down from 1000 <laughs> Negotiate down. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I know it's 1992. <laughs> Eight hundred bucks is nothing to a to a sneer at, but I feel feel like you could have done better. Who was doing his negotiating? You feel like you could have done better. Yeah. He really, who's, his, who's his representation? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I'll miss work, so I got to make up for the day." It's like your day rate is a thousand dollars to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now it's eight hundred. But so eight hundred for a life. Yeah. I I love how you guys are thinking on his point of view. I'm thinking on their point of view. It's like you're just driving me. I'm doing the killing. <laughs> like you know, I'm taking the risk here. Yeah. Well, he's also getting the gun. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I would be like, I mean, what did, they, honestly, what did they go like? A thousand. Okay, how about 800? Yeah, I don't want to argue anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was the end of a long day. Yeah. Um, fine, fine. <laughs> I'll do it, but I won't do it for a penny less than a thousand. How's eight hundred? Deal. <laughs> yeah, deal. <laughs> Looks around for a minute, just like mm. I'm gonna want new plates. Deal. Yeah, they leave, and he's like, don't. <laughs> it is a bad plan. It's a bad idea. PD, PDG is really getting himself to, to some hot water. He's he's a fanook. <laughs> <laughs> also how do they know that it was his car like is it say p pdg on the car he has a signature card oh. they talked about it in the 80, 86th street yeah uh oh that's right looking yeah okay. looking to the life mm-hmm. he yeah, has a burgundy t-bird that's right okay. yeah and they knew where he lived mm-hmm. so that's just what you did back then before you had like cell phones <laughs> and shit like you had to go and see if somebody was around yeah, you gotta drive to multiple locations. Be like, oh, track them. Have you guys yeah. seen PDG? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Tuesday. Oh, Briscoe. It's what Tuesday. Are you Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I seen him. Yes, yeah, I'm not gonna take a break from work to answer your questions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep moving these other pallets. <laughs> You're gonna have to sit here while I do surgery. <laughs> Amy says that over the next few days, while PD got the gun and her and Jane stole the plates, Joey checked in with her to make sure everything was still in motion. Mm. And for some reason, kept asking if she had gotten her money back from Paul. Uh, then he told her that after it happened, after she shot her, he wouldn't contact her for a couple of months, but it'll all be worth it in the end. And it was. Yes. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, (laughs) Amy and Jean, for their part, besides stealing the plates, were convinced, they convinced each other that they could convince PDG to do the shooting for her. So that was their plan. Yeah. They were like. We already talked them down from a thousand to eight hundred. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> He's like, brought them down, huh? Then on Tuesday, May 19th, Amy says that she went to school in the morning because they weren't supposed to meet up till the afternoon. Meanwhile, Petey left Brooklyn super early, like 930, <laughs> according to Amy, <laughs> because he was afraid of getting lost on the parkways. <laughs> they met up at her house. At two thirty, <laughs> time to. That's the same time you go to the dentist. Yes. <laughs> Super early. Kids are already in school. <laughs> I love that he's trying not to get lost in the parkways. Yeah. I get it. Well, and it's 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 tricky. You had to use a a, a map then. <laughs> you didn't have GPS. <laughs> yeah, I'd get lost. Yeah. I would get lost. Absolutely. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't have Thomas guides in New York. Was that, that's not even a thing. What you yeah. can't? You they, just they, have to they guess. Just don't have them i mean mm-hmm. i mean how did you get around when you were driving out there like i didn't drive there so uh i mean we just uh map quest was popular if i had to go anywhere where like that was outside of like my neighborhood mm-hmm. um if we went into the city we took the train we yeah. just took because yeah. that was it was a fool's errand to drive in the city but then when i lived in queens i kind of got more used to it because i had to learn the the roads out in uh that general area right um but also the thing that's a nightmare in new york is the fucking toll roads and shit and you have to have a fast pass you make a wrong turn you get in the freeway you have to <laughs> paying it's a whole thing 
it, it, is, it, is, it is. It's a nightmare. It is awful driving in the Fox area, or just driving in that general area outside yeah. of New York and New Jersey. Ugh. Sorry, guys. This must be how people feel when when people talk about LA traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I think LA traffic's great. I understand it. I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> no, we just meant it was boring. Oh, yeah, that's what we meant. Sure, that's cool. <laughs> yes. No, we were we weren't saying anything about our our traffic's great. We yeah. know what our traffic is okay, like. Cool. Well, You're... clearly you've never been stuck in gridlock in the BQE. Oh, the BQE. Oh, 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 all right. Oh my God. Let's pick up is. the four hundred five. The Brooklyn Queens Expressway, West Side Highway, headed to the George Washington Bridge. Okay. Okay. So PDG gets to Amy's house. He rolls his car into the garage and they scotch tape the stolen plates onto his car. <laughs> what? Scotch yeah. tape. I don't know. What? <laughs> She's like, it was a really strong scotch tape. But it's like, bitch, it is scotch tape. You are a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> you think she was using packing tape and thought it was scotch tape because it was also clear? <laughs> Either way, it's tape. And that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> I mean... Part of me wants to think that, like, maybe he was like, you're not touching a screw on my fucking cop. <laughs> like, like, he's like, don't. Yeah. But then it's like, it's you're, ta- you're putting tape on his car. So it's still not great. Yeah. That's why taping, it was scotch tape. Yeah. Taping it seems harder than unscrewing it and putting it on. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody puts a mark in the burgundy bird. <laughs> so they get the plates on the car and they take off to one Adam Road West in Massapequa, Long Island, the Butterfuco house. They argued about who I know I thought it was Adam West at first too, but <laughs> Adam Road West. Huh. <laughs> they argued uh about who was going to pull the trigger. Because Amy was like going over the plan. She was like, okay, and so then you're going to get out of the car and you're going to go up to the house. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That was not part of the deal. I was just thinking that that's exactly what she was like. We're going to make it seem like he wanted to do it to begin with. Yes. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> totally. Totally. He's like, not for $800. <laughs> you said you wanted to. Nah, nah. I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't remember that. That didn't sound like me. But I am in love with you, Amy. <laughs> so um they argue and Vinny's like or pd does not but she's like no i'm not gonna <laughs> do it for you that's ridiculous and then they get there and he parks across the street from the house and he pulls the gun out of the glove compartment and it's a titan 25 semi-automatic he tells her real quick how it works he shows her and then he hands it to her and then, according to Amy, she like fumbled with it, and she almost shot it off in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so then he grabs it back, and he's like, "What's the matter with you?" And then he like, then he gives it back again, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "If you don't want to shoot her, like, because he could tell that she's nervous." He's like, "If you don't want to shoot her, then at least go talk to her, because that way at least you've talked to her." <laughs> because the other thing is too is that. She already told PDG who this is. She wasn't mm. supposed to. Like, oh. her, remember, Joey was like, "Don't tell him who I am or anything." Mm. She, she like the it was like the third question PD asked, like, "Who are you shooting?" <laughs> My boyfriend Joey's wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, "Who's Joey?" And then she was like, "He owns a body shop." <laughs> Joseph, <laughs> <My boy>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he also used to be known as Joey Coconuts. Perhaps you knew Joey Coconuts. <laughs> oh yeah, Joey Coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he knows everything that's going on. So he's like, if you can't shoot her, then at least just go talk to her because that's like obviously what you want, right? And she's like, okay. And she, with her, brought along with her from the like from her car, a polo shirt that he had given her. And it was from the, that Joey had given her from the body shop. Now, I guess that supposedly they have like two different kinds of shirts. They have the polo shirts that are the uniforms for the people that work at the shop mm-hmm. or for like VIP customers. What? You know. <laughs> <laughs> like I get a lot of body work done here. And then they have. Maybe I get one of them shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This will be I bring a lot of business. For. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had the other shirt. So she has a polo shirt. And uh he gave it to her. Right? So she <laughs> um she takes the shirt, she puts on a baseball cap that PEG has in the car, and she takes the gun, she puts the gun in her in her jacket, and then she walks up to the door. And then when Mary Jo answers, Amy tells her that her name is Marianne or Anne Marie. Sorry. Her name is Anne Marie. And that she knew her husband, Joey, was having an affair with her little sister. Mary Jo was just like, who are you? What are you doing here? And then she asked her if she was somebody else's. Like she knew, She's like, are you like, are you Rose's kid or something? Like she <laughs> didn't know who this was. Like she just was thinking it was like somebody else's little girl annoying her. Mm-hmm. And then when Amy showed her the shirt, she was like, I know that I know that they're sleeping together because, you know, this is proof. And she handed her the shirt. And Mary Jo's like, they give these shirts out to everybody. Uh, that's what they're norm- known for. So she's like getting pissed off. And Mary Jo's getting super defensive. She's not like in listening to the fact that the girl, that this girl is telling her like, you know, your husband is having sex with my little sister, even if it's a lie. Um, and so Mary Jo's like, who are you? Where do you live? And she says like, you know, she Amy's like, I live, I live in Bar Harbor. But then she pointed in the wrong direction. And so it's a pretty famous thing. I think they have it in like all three movies. All three movies. Yeah. Where Bahaba. She, yeah. Where she's like, Mary Jo's like, Bahaba is over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wrong way, sweetheart. Yeah. So Mary Jo's super defensive and she's like, uh, she's like, fuck this. Get off my fucking property. I'm going to go talk to you. I'm going to call Joey. And that's when she, like, Amy gets super, super mad. She's like, don't you want to know? Are you curious to know what a scumbag your husband is? <laughs> and then, like, Mary Jo dismisses her. She turns around to close the door. And that's when she is shot in the head. Ooh. Amy claims she didn't intend to shoot her. She says, she says that she hit her in the back of the head with the gun. And then when she went to hit her a second time, the gun went off. Oh, man. I, well, love, I love to see the JFK go, like, you know, going through back and to the left for that. Yeah, movie. exactly. That's yeah. insane. I love that. You know, I if I had a nickel for every time I hit somebody with the full on barrel of the gun pointed right at them <laughs> and then it accidentally went off in their head. I mean, geez, I would have three nickels. Yeah. <laughs> She did almost shoot the kid that was driving her. So there's precedent. 
yeah. her, her sloppy her sloppy uh, uh gun handling yes yeah that's true but i think that's what she means <laughs> why she said that i would have loved to fly on the uh, uh wall or door of the car <laughs> she's like the gun almost goes off and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> jesus christ and here you go yeah <laughs> again gives it to her i also would love to be in that car as they're seeing this story unfold, if what her what her tale is is true is that she hit her in the head, is like, oh, she's oh, they're talking. Okay, they're yelling. All right, she pointed somewhere. Okay, she's pointed the other way. All right, she turned. Oh, she hit her in the head with the. Okay, this is go. Oh, she hit her in the head again. Oh, she shot her. She shot her. There's okay. All right, this is not good. He's like, I should really stop taking notes and watch yeah. this thing. I freaking leave. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I give me the keys? Um, I have a question. I have, I have yes. A, a, yeah. a simple question. On In in the first two films um, of the Amy Fisher story, it, it, they showed that Amy went to the house earlier, like mm-hmm. one time to try and sell candy bars yeah. for her school. Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, we, I think we talked about it last. Yeah, episode. okay, yeah, we, we did, we did. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. was just remembering. She just wanted to make she, sure she wasn't as pretty as her. Right. She was just doing yeah, a little right. recon. A little yeah. Recon. Yeah. 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 A little <laughs> recon with candy bars. That makes sense. That makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. yeah. It, forensics would later show that the only injuries to the head were all from the gun firing and not from being hit. So, uh, Amy's lying. No. What? <laughs> hmm. Mary. Mary Jo went down screaming, and Amy says that she fell on top of her, at which point Amy panicked, hit her three more times. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> you believe I'm a You are not prettier bitch. than me. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped the gun and the t-shirt and ran. When she got back to the car, PDG is like, get the gun. <laughs> and she, guns, she runs back out of the car. Ugh. It goes, gets the gun, grabs the t-shirt that she says Mary Jo is now holding onto. Like, it's like the mm-hmm. last thing Mary Jo grabbed is the t-shirt. Oh. So she, like, pulls it out of her hand like an asshole. <laughs> and then runs off back to the car. And then he tells her, like, oh, get me a snack, too. They got some pursuit in the fridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a Fargo episode. She's running yeah. errands back inside. It's like yeah. comfy crimes that are yeah. just like, oh, God, oh, God. So her and Petey take off. <laughs> yeah, it is. And Petey's looking at the gun as they're driving down the road, and there's parts missing from the gun because from when Amy <laughs> dropped it. What? <laughs> yeah, they landed on the porch. They're somewhere on the porch. Oh my god! <laughs> you gotta go back. No, they don't go back. Oh. He's just like, I can't use it again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're planning on using it again? Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Well, maybe it wasn't his gun. <laughs> it was his dad's gun. He was just gonna slip it back in the drawer. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Ferris Bueller, the car in Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they then then they got back to her house. PD split off to Brooklyn and took the clothes, her bloody clothes, because now she was all bloody, and the stolen plates with him and the rest of the gun. Back at Mary Joe's, the neighbors called the cops at the sound of the gunshot. One neighbor. This neighbor was an ex-police cop, policeman. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I think she fell. 
Like he didn't <laughs> hear the gunshot. He just saw her on the ground. So oh my there. god! Call nine one one. I think she fell, and that's the neighbor closest to her. Yep, so well, Long Island Police, highest paid police. <laughs> Highest paid police in the country, especially at this time, they were the highest paid police force in the country. My God, uh, and, and one of the one of the most corrupt. Is uh, NASA or Suffolk? They're the same. They were both highly paid, like one of the highest paid uh, precincts in the entire country. And Jesus. the amount of corruption that has gone down in both those uh, institutions in the last so yeah, many that's wow. crazy. Well, if it helps, if it helps, he was retired. <laughs> so maybe he had lost his hearing. Maybe he's a retired cop. He was forty-two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was forty-two. <laughs> I've had a life. Early pension. <laughs> Isn't that also kind of like a little bit of fat shaming? Of like, it's so loud that uh, I think she fell. It's like okay. She's not that big. All right. <laughs> Uh, and then the other neighbors recognized the gunshot and they called 911 and, you know, said it's a shooting victim. So she gets rushed to the hospital. She still has a pulse and she goes straight into surgery to try to save her life. At the hospital, Joey Botafuco is there and there's a bunch of family members, including his brother, Bobby Botafuco, there. Mm-hmm. And the detectives show up and, you know, to start questioning people. Did somebody fall? <laughs> <laughs> somebody said they heard somebody fall. We're here to follow up. Detective Marty Alger questioned Joey, who Joey was like, I don't know why anybody would have done this. I don't know how it could have happened. And he tried, he pretended to like rack his brain about it. <laughs> yeah, who would ever want to do this to me? I'm so beloved. Yeah, let me think. I think it hurts my head because I'm thinking so hard. <laughs> ah, God, jeez. So he mentions Paul. He mentions like that he found like a Molotov cocktail like a couple weeks ago in the neighborhood, and he put it out, and he called the police. So maybe somebody wanted him for that. And then he mentions that he had a fight at a Seven Eleven recently with a guy who had made disparaging remarks about Mary Joe in front of him. So he's like, maybe it was that guy, or he he says it was like either that guy or a guy who was also at the Seven Eleven, who lit who saw the fight and was lived in the neighborhood, <laughs> and agreed with that guy. Yes, yeah, and agreed with the guy at the Seven Eleven. Yeah, that lady, that lady does suck. I'm not gonna forget about this. <laughs> Guys, like your mother's a whore. Yeah, he's like Mary Jo's a whore. She's a freaking whore. <laughs> the guy's like getting taquitos, and he's like, "Fucking a yeah, <laughs> steak and cheese, nice." <laughs> Yo, that's good. Yeah, she is a whore. <laughs> so then the oh. cop, the cop, like buys into it, and he's like, "Not into the semi story, but he's like, "Who's Paul?" You know, you mentioned a Paul. And he's like, "Oh, Paul is my friend who owns a gym, but he's having financial troubles and." <laughs> <laughs> and my friend Amy, his girlfriend, let him borrow some money. But I told Amy that Paul used to be in the drugs and, and shady stuff. So maybe Paul's mad at me. Why would he say any of this? Remember, he kept asking her I, because I don't know. He's so stupid. He's so dumb. Because he kept... he's trying to get rid of the competition. He's trying to get rid of Paul. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe he thinks if I get rid of Paul, then 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 Amy will come back to me and then she'll start fucking my friends so I I can watch. I think that even Joey, in all his wisdom, knew that they were going to get away with like Amy Fisher is not going to get away with it. He knew (laughs) he knew better than Amy. And so, you know what I mean? He knew that. I would hope. He yeah, knew better. Than a just slightly, girl. just slightly, but slightly. he knew slightly more than Amy, and he knew that Amy probably wouldn't get away with it, right? So he's mm-hmm. like planting the story the whole time about like, I told my friend Amy that he should that she should get her money back from Paul, because that's what he kept bugging her about with the last few times they were talking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He okay. was like, he was like, did you get your money back from Paul? You should get your money back from like so he so then then technically if it were to roll out the way it's rolling out in Joey's mind, technically when they ask Amy like, did Joey warn you about Paul? She could say yes. Uh, <laughs> and then that's I think that's where the that's where his plan ended. That's crazy. <laughs> Nothing to worry about. I got it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. I got a plan. Um, I'm like Batman. <laughs> does he always have a plan? No. <laughs> I'm like an incredibly stupid Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, doctors worked to save Mary Jo, who continued to be unresponsive but still had a pulse. That night, at 2 a.m., Mary Jo regained consciousness. It was amazing. That is, that is really She got amazing. shot in the back of the head. Jesus. Backside. She really, she really uh, you know, pulled through. She this. really did. That's yeah. incredible. That's yeah, good for her. Amazing. It's amazing. She's the true hero of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, which we never have an actual hero, so that's nice. <laughs> Uh, she was on a respirator so she couldn't talk but she could write like perfect handwriting crazy so that night uh, the comp the detective Algar didn't do like the TV thing he didn't like come back at 2am he was like I'll go there in the morning (laughs) he went there in the morning and Joey had asked her a few questions already that she had written down and they were the first one was who shot you and she had written a 19-year-old girl. He asked, what was her name? And she put down Anne-Marie. She asked, he asked, where did she live? And she put down Dolphin Court, which was one of the other places that, she, I mean, I don't know, is Dolphin Court in Bar Harbor? I don't, I'm not familiar with Dolphin Court in Bar Harbor. <laughs> I feel like there was a Dolphin Court in my hometown, though. I think it's a popular street name. Dolphin Court is where she said in the, in the, in the book from Virgins. She says in her book that she said three places. Massapequa at first, and then she stumbled over the word kind of Massapequa. <clears throat> then she says Dolphin Court, mm-hmm. and then she said Bar Harbor. <clears throat> so Dolphin Court is what uh, Mary Jo wrote down. Mm-hmm. And then the last part, Mary Jo wrote a half a sentence because she was talking to Joey. She said, she told me that you, and then she stopped writing. Aww. Yeah. So super sad. Uh, the second film is crazy. So sad. Really? Ugh. 
So sad. I mean, like, oh man, what must be going through her mind at that mm-hmm. point, you know? I can't imagine. Just like, I wonder if she stopped because she was afraid for her safety or she stopped because she didn't want to face reality or a combination. But it's just like, oh, Jesus. I think in the movie, they make it super sad because it's like she writes, she told me that you and then she starts like tearing up through the bandages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, he says, he's like, oh, I'm on my mother's grave. And we're yeah, both like, like It's terrible. <laughs> I would never in a million years. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. The next day, the detective comes by. Uh, and he asks her a few more questions to clear things up. And then she asks, he asks her, did, did Anne Marie say anything bad about Joey? To which Mary Jo nodded. Mary Jo is even, this is incredible. She just got shot in the head and she was even able to describe the car waiting across the street. Wow. Mm. Good for her. Which Anne-Marie had said was her boyfriend waiting for her. She told him that Anne-Marie had given her a shirt from Joey's shop. At which point, Joey, because Joey's like listening, he's like sitting in the hospital chair over in the Mm. corner of the room. And like, at which point, Joey pops up and says, I know who it is. (laughs) and they ask her a couple more questions you know like did you take do you still have the shirt she's like no and then they they walk joey out the detectives walk joey out and they talk to him and he says that he thought it was this girl named amy fisher who Mm -hmm. went to who went to merrick high and the detective's like there is no merrick high there's there's two high schools in merrick and they're not called America. And he's like, well, he goes, she goes to one of them. And they're like, well, who is Amy Fisher? And he's like, she's just the daughter of a good customer that comes to the shop sometimes. <laughs> the way you're saying it. It's so innocent. I just imagine if you said it like that. Yeah. <laughs> customer that comes to the shop all the time. And sometimes we have tea. And the detective's like, Joey, let me ask you something. Did you give her a t-shirt? And he's like, yes. And also Bobby's there. Bobby's still next to him. And the <laughs> and Bobby and Joey's like, yes, I gave her one of the t-shirts. I gave her, and he described the polo t-shirt. And Bobby's like, that's one of the expensive t-shirts. That's an expensive t-shirt. That's one of the good ones. It's one of the good ones. It's not ha- Bobby's not happy about it. He's like, it's for VIPs normally. <laughs> <laughs> she is not a VIP. She ain't a VIP. You guys spent over a thousand dollars for your VIP. I asked Joey if I could give one to my mother. He said no. <laughs> he was an asshole for giving her that fucking shirt. <laughs> yeah, I bet you, Bobby. Still to this day, he just randomly would just be like, "She shouldn't have gotten that fucking shirt. She shouldn't have gotten that shirt." He's <laughs> randomly in his kitchen making a sandwich. He just fucking <laughs> slams his hand on the counter. He's like, "God damn it!" The thing that really, that really makes me mad about this whole thing. <laughs> That's the real tragedy. It's a system. Why do we even have a system if we're not going to follow the system? All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, man. I can see you want to fuck a 16-year-old girl. I can see that. Yeah. But you don't fuck with the shirt system. <laughs> 
the cops are like, why would this random girl shoot your wife? Mm. He was like, oh. <laughs> 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 you, I am as confused as you are. Officer. This is yeah, crazy. Me, it's basically what he said. <laughs> they live in a crazy world where crazy people do crazy things. And yeah. really, we really shouldn't look into it any deeper than that because that's all there really is to it. <laughs> you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're in the hallway of a hospital. You hungry? Can I make you something? <laughs> I know this great pizza place. <laughs> so he gives that whole diatribe, and then and then he's like. Well, you know, I did like it could be the thing about Paul, and then the cops are like, they don't say it at that at that moment, but they're like, why would she be mad at you about the Paul thing? That seems like something that Paul would be mad at you about. Yeah, and then and then he's like, he's he's like, I got a picture of her at the shop. <laughs> she gave it to another mechanic that was sweet on her. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and we put it up at the shop. And we put it up at the shop. <laughs> Oh, look at him. Give him a kiss. We come in in the morning. Yeah. That's a goof. That's a goof. It's nothing more than a goof. It's fun. You should do it. You know, it says boys. Kiss <laughs> men being men. So the, the detective Alger is like, all right, I'm going to send some, I'm going to send some uniforms to, to the shop to pick up the picture. And then Joey and Barbie are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> then meanwhile, Joey does one last final thing. Detective Alger, he's like, how can I get in contact with Amy Fisher? And he's like, well, here you go. And he pulls out his wallet and he gives <laughs> her, he gives him her, so her home phone number and her pager number. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have this? You know what? She, she's a good customer. Yeah. <laughs> she needs a lot of help. Her father's a good man. I tell you, her father's a great guy. <laughs> Between you and me, though, I don't know. I think you—you you should follow up with him. <laughs> but that's the kind of service we offer at Complete Auto Body and Fitness. Exactly, <laughs> complete, complete. Why the fuck do you have her number? <laughs> so, I get a lot of numbers in here. I get a lot of numbers in here. What, what, what do you need? Who do you need? You want Linda? You want Dave? You want her? <laughs> Mr. Botafugo, you know, far be it for me as an officer of the law to, to say anything she's going on here. But why do you have? The, the beeper and home phone number of the prime suspect in your wife's shooting in your wallet. I don't know. I don't know. That just seems odd. Whatever. Yeah. No big deal. Let's I mean, who it. knows? Well, maybe she didn't do it. You're naming her, but maybe she didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> that 7-Eleven guy is not off the table yet. Yeah. <laughs> so the cops set off to talk to Amy Fisher. And that is where we'll leave off for part two of Amy Fisher. And we'll pick back up with the trial and the media circus that surrounded it. <laughs> ah, the media circus. The Oof. shirts. What a media <laughs> circus. It's going to be fun. Thank you, Mike, for joining us. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I could talk about Badafuco a lot, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> I haven't had to think about a lot of this stuff for a long time, but it was always <laughs> living back here. And now it's right here. Now it's helpful, just like the Formica things. It's a whole new endeavor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mike, do you have anything you want to plug? Any shows coming up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my sketch team, Friendo, uh, is performing. Where the Pack Theater is reopening, and we're the first sketch team to perform. Woo! Uh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, the pack yeah. on March 6th at 9 p.m. If you want to see a funny show with funny people. March uh, 6th, 9 p.m. Yes. Frendo's a great the team. Pack theater. It'll be yeah. very fun. Frendo's a fantastic team. I'm very excited. We're going to be there. We're yeah. Be there. Hell yeah. It'll be good times. Absolutely. Lots of funny stuff. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, you guys. Maybe uh, maybe some gifts at the door. I'm not saying. Ooh. For sure. Ooh. You might get a little something, something. A little something, something, something. Guys, get some on the Pack Theater. Let's make some. Give me, give me a little something, man. You're not getting the VIP t-shirts, okay? Oh, every time you oh, not VIP you're not, enough you're not getting it. You're not getting it. Oh, so whoa, whoa. You think you're better than this because you get the VIP t-shirts? I had a lot of body work done by Frendo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.